So the defense of the Baltic states is a NATO problem, and that's the issue that's going to be in front of the NATO heads of state at the Vilnius summit. NATO needs to implement the bold commitments that it made at last year's Madrid summit. I'm Mark Kansian. I'm a senior advisor at CSIS, and I write mainly about military forces and operations. The report that we produced is entitled Repel, Don't Expel, Strengthening NATO's Defense and Deterrence in the Baltic States. Well, next week, NATO heads gather at Vilnius, the capital of Lithuania, to discuss the major issues facing the alliance. And the two big issues are the war in Ukraine and the defense of Eastern Europe, particularly the Baltic states. So we wrote the report with the Vilnius summit in mind, but the issues that the report raises will continue for many years. There are three reasons why we decided to do this project. The first is that after the war in Ukraine, Russia is unlikely to become a liberal democracy. Russia is likely to be irredentist. In other words, it will continue to try to reclaim former territories. It will be authoritarian. It will be anti-Western, yet it will still be a major military power. The Baltic states are NATO members, and NATO's Article 5 requires the United States to come to their aid if they're attacked. So we need to figure out ways to defend the Baltic countries. And finally, the Baltic countries are particularly vulnerable. For example, their capitals lie from 20 to 135 miles from the border. The Russians, in their deepest strike during the current war, drove 150 miles. That was not deep enough for the Russians to capture Kiev, but it would have been enough to capture any of the Baltic countries' capitals. So the strategy of sending weapons and support after the war begins is not viable. The Baltic states have to be fully prepared when the war begins. So the defense of the Baltic states is a NATO problem, and that's the issue that's going to be in front of the NATO heads of state at the Vilnius summit. The big takeaway is that NATO needs to implement the bold commitments that it made at last year's Madrid summit, particularly those regarding the forward deployment of troops in the Baltic states. The repel, don't expel, in the title and also in the report, refers to the need for forward defense. That is, that NATO forces need to repel a Russian attack, not try to expel them after the Russians have taken a lot of territory or even uh, all of the Baltic states. The key background elements are the commitments that came out of the Madrid summit last summer, and those included first identifying Russia as the most significant and direct threat to allies' security. The alliance invited Sweden and Finland to join. They set a goal of expanding the battalion size in the Baltic states to full brigades, that is, from around 1,000 troops to maybe four or 5,000, called for developing much larger reinforcement forces, up to 300,000, prepositioning equipment in the Baltic region to speed up deployment in a crisis, and enhancing what's called command and control. And in this case, it's the division headquarters. And the alliance has made progress on some of these commitments, like bringing Sweden and Finland into the alliance, but implementation of many of the other elements lags. The United States needs to make sure that NATO has specific timelines and milestones to accomplish these goals. Without those specifics, the goals often take a lot of time and they get a little vague. So U.S. participants will be pushing hard to get specifics on implementation. For listeners who want to read the full report, Repel, Don't Expel, Strengthening NATO's Defense and Deterrence in the Baltic States, please visit CSIS.org.